Turn me up in the headphones. Today on Alphabetical Revolution number one. Hey everybody, welcome back to Alphabetical. It's the internet's only podcast that covers the entire Beatles catalog alphabetically from 12 to Y. I'm Pete the Retailer. And I'm John. I'm Al Adam. I'm Alex Robinson. And today we're talking about Revolution 1. 1. The, uh... The, Number 1? Number 1? The first... Uh, so, chronologically, <laughs> this came first. This is how the song started. The song started... Uh, we talked about Revolution on Monday, which was the kind of upbeat, the single version, the B-side of... of uh, Hey Jude, it was the the kind of poppier, you know, more kind of amped up version. But uh, this is the, it's basically the the original version of the first half of a kind of suite or a or a or a composition that that John Lennon was working on. So he wanted to do a song, a, a political song, kind of had this kind of two part, you know, had a, a little, an acoustic kind of um, bluesy song. That then kind of transitioned into a little spoken word kind of uh, um, ex- more experimental piece, and then at one point decided to break it up, split it in half, and it became Revolution One and Revolution Nine, which we'll get to on Friday. So, Revolution One, uh, this is the the bulk of it is uh, the first part of take twenty of their recordings of this. So they went to the studio, recorded, you know, at, at, while, while they're in the studio, it kind of became this kind of split thing. So the, the first part of, of Take 20 and then Take 18, which ended up being 10 minutes and 17 seconds long, they took that and then used that to fill in overdubs onto 20. So it's a kind of a mashup of 20 and 18. Mm-hmm. 19. Eight. <laughs> I'm saying it's like, it's like split the difference between 18 and 20. Right. No, 19 was terrible. That was hmm. <laughs> the Vietnam. <laughs> what was the um, first song recorded for the White Album? Apparently, really, that was the information I, I had. That no. it was the first. That was the first song. They, it was the song was written in India, like a lot of their songs, right, yeah. and then uh, it was the first one they started working on for the White Album. Hmm. Um, well, yeah, he came back from India with the like, oh, I want to say something. Yeah, because I guess poly, poly, uh, there was some argument about whether or not uh, the song "Street Fighting Man." By the Rolling Stones, mm-hmm. no relation to the magazine, right? Uh, or the video game? No, it actually it's a spinoff of the video game. Oh, <laughs> the Rolling Stones video game? Yeah. You're thinking about the Aerosmith pinball machine, right? Oh no, no, I was thinking about the Moonwalking. Oh, the moonwalking. Sure. oh no, there's there's Aerosmith's Revolution X. Oh, that should have been. We should have covered that this week. Revolution <laughs> X. Yeah, that would have been an Aerobeatle. Yeah. <laughs> no, the, wait a minute. The guns, the guns. <laughs> been an Alpha Smith. Yeah, the gunshot <laughs> CDs. Oh, right, right, weapons. right. Was that a pinball or was that an arcade game? No, that was an arcade game. It was Journey a Escape. It was a gun game. They Journey Escape was definitely. They had a video game. Beatles never had a video game up until Beatles Rock Band, I guess, right? They didn't like it, like maybe. In, they were never pinball machines? It. They've got to be pinball 60s. machines, right? Well, pinball was outlawed in New York, right? Until the 70s. Is that because of gambling? Yeah, there's some weird law that like it was it was gone huh. for like next, 30 years. Next time I go to Vegas, I need to check out the uh, Pinball Hall of Fame again. Yeah, and there's like if you look if you look it up, there's like the saddest pictures of like pe- just people burning or throwing like pinball machines into wow. like, the East River. <laughs> it's like, Those poor balls, and they're all like these nice, beautiful vintage pinball machines. Did you have you guys heard the 10 minute long 
revolution? Can't say that I have. It was recently yeah. unearthed, I guess, in '09. Like was that the the demo from George's house, or is that the the studio version? No, it's a studio one because no. you can basically hear the um, the sort of stem of it's basically Revolution Number One with the stem of Revolution Nine in it. Right. Like once you hear the ten minute version, and you can hear John Lennon going like "Right, right," and doing all the stuff that would show up on uh, the hmm. on the. Uh, it's very interesting. It's uh, it, it people were some people thought it was a hoax that it was mm-hmm. like oh this was just some fan creating it, but apparently it is a the real hmm. the real uh, track. It's been so verified. It has been verified as a little blue check right. mark next to it. But uh, all the more reason why the Beatles should do another anthology to, to collect all these things that have been found since it's been twenty years now since the anthologies came out. Yeah, so. I'm sure you know they probably still got like a hundred tracks they never released. Yeah. They must yeah. have unearthed a lot of more stuff. Sure, Harrison's basement. Yeah. And we're going to run out of songs to you know we're yeah. going to run out of episodes by May, so we, they better come out with something. I'm sure, Paul just has a shelf like in his den, it's just like Beatles songs that no one's right. heard. Yeah, Gravy Train, 2014 yeah. through. <laughs> Nest egg. I wonder if Paul McCartney will ever release like an anthology of his of his stuff in the Beatles. No, of his of his solo material that Mm. didn't you know demos and things like that. There, Mm. I heard a uh, we're getting off the Beatle track here, but uh, off the beat off the Beatle path. (laughs) At one point, uh, Paul McCartney was going to work on a sequel to Sarge, sequel to Yellow Submarine. Whoa! And there's a song called "Return to Pepperland." Huh. Oh, which right. was like 1982 Wait. or something. Huh? Yeah. And you can find it, you know, as a bootleg on the internet, but uh, it's interesting to yeah, imagine. That would be, that would be It was never commercially released, yeah. this song. And it's a good song, too, actually. So. Purple Dirigible. What happened Don't with... bring up that ninja stuff again. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rain, you know, he... The dis- purple ninja. He, he disappointed... Uh, Shao Kahn by letting... No, no, no. He said don't bring up the ninja stuff <laughs> oh. again. But I just want to let <laughs> no, you know... I said don't. Bring up the ninja stuff. Yeah, see? Because he let, he let Stryker and uh, Cabal live. Stryker. 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 Um, wait, what? You just reminded me. Uh, <laughs> airplane 2? No. Yeah. Or is that Airplane? That's one. Airplane 1. Airplane, airplane you know, number my, 1. Actually, coincidentally, my, one of my good friends sent me uh, an Airplane 2 early script today that he found hmm. somewhere. Wow. Who believes such a thing could exist? <laughs> it wasn't called, it wasn't called the airplane. One, I'm the one that gets it. <laughs> why, why did uh, Robert Zemeckis's uh, Yellow Submarine get canned? Was it him who was going to do that? Yeah, oh. yeah, motion cap. Yeah, like, yeah. The, what, the what happened with Polar that? Express style? Uh, I, I don't know. I think it just never got enough kind of uh, traction. You know what I mean? It, it was, I, which is weird because it was in pre-production. Um, it's you know. I don't know. I think it got far enough that they started, you know, they cast people in it, apparently, because Peter Serafinowicz was supposed to play Paul. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah that kind of just didn't happen, right? Our friend Eric uh, was was hired to do kind of previs stuff for wow. it and started, uh, but it just never, never materialized. I, mean, I don't know what, if it was a Beatles, you know, rights thing or if it was... It's just, just so hard the, to imagine that someone could have said, this is a terrible idea. Like, there has to be some legal reason why they couldn't do it, not just because well, it's an awful If idea. it was a terrible idea, I think it would, never would have gotten off the ground. I mean, if, if no, that's a somebody, terrible idea. If somebody was going to stop it because it was a terrible idea, it never would have gotten yeah, off that's the ground. What I mean, maybe, but like, yeah, maybe right. they all sign, like, non-disclosures, and it is happening. Oh. And then, like, maybe. next you know. Christmas, we're going to get a I mean, remastered Yellow Submarine and uh, maybe. movie. Maybe. Mm. I, I bet whatever it is, it's, it's going to be nothing like the Yellow Submarine. It's just going to be like some new, right. fun adventure. Backstory and everything. With minions. Yeah, like Paddington. Blue, like yeah. mm. blue, blue minions. Blue minions. Blue minions. 
Blue Minions. So getting back to the re- Revolution Number One, the song we're here to talk about. Number sure. one. Not number one, Revolution One. One Revolution One, correct? Yeah, I just I, out of habit I say like number one or number right. nine. Yeah, I, I always say Revolution. Say, oh, no, because it's Love Push and number nine, Revolution Nine, Revolution One, song number one. You know, I also may think of number nine, Dream. That's probably what right. I'm Love Potion Revolution, Mark One, Dance Dance Revolution. We should have covered that this week too. There, yeah. So John Lennon ever on a quest to make his voice sound different. Mm-hmm. Uh, at one point, was had the, he was laying down on the ground. We should have done this in today's episode. Oh, laid yeah. down on the ground and had the microphones hanging while we right. were all laying down yeah. on the ground. I mean, I can do that right now. Doesn't well, matter. let's do it. Well, but, so, and they said it was because he wanted to have something, his voice sound different. In Peter Brown's memoir about his time uh, in Beatles, he worked for Apple and was Brian Epstein's assistant. He insisted that John Lennon was too stoned to sit upright and record the song. So he had to lay down on the ground to... Mm. Record the song. I don't buy that. I, you know, I, every time I hear something, because like, because with with the next one we're gonna do, yeah, uh, there was there's a story that he was like too stoned at his home studio to to uh, to thread the the, the reel to reel. So that's why it's, no, we talked about that on while you were while you weren't here. While the other I wasn't day. here, okay. that was for uh, rain. Yeah, okay. We talked about that, and I brought you up actually in that story. Okay, we talked about you a lot because mm-hmm. we missed you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. Not unlike how you guys just mock me when I'm not here. Oh, we no, do. Well. We mock you. We mock Billy Joel. So what are you going to say about? I'm not here. No, I mean like a recurring know, theme of John as, Lennon as being somebody stoned. who's been who knows about people who've been stoned a lot. <laughs> you heard stories. I've heard stories. evidence of seeing people stoned. It doesn't work like that usually, but maybe, I don't know. It maybe, does seem in a very, different time. I guess if you don't do it every day, I don't know. But uh, yeah. It does seem weird that he'd be... Like the worst that happens is you just you can't find your keys. Like you he's just so keep losing your keys. That he can't sit upright, but he's st- he's well enough to record the whole song and do the lyrics and everything right. yeah. properly. It's weird. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy it. Yeah, and, me neither. Yeah. Some of those, usually those types of things you do better because you're like really focused. Yeah. Mm. If anything, it's been proven that drugs helped the Beatles enormously. Exactly. So, sorry, kids. That's my little uh, anti drug. <laughs> this song did not make the 100 greatest. Uh, did not. No, the, the only revolution that did was Revolution. Oh. oh, so also this one, this one difference between this one and the single version, of course, is that John Lennon's a lot more ambivalent about whether or not he wants to participate in destruction. Right. Well, that's okay. So that's the whole, yeah, in this one, not in Revolution, but in Revolution 1, he said, you know, well, when you're talking about destruction, well, you know, you can count me out in. In this one, he says in. That's not in Revolution, period. (laughs) But um, it was interesting, like, you know, at at the time, he said it because he was kind of undecided. It was, he was ambivalent about, you know, whether or not he could be counted in for for that wing of the of the revolution then uh um uh, in 1980 i guess maybe this is part of that playboy interview or something like that <laughs> playboy. he, he kind of clarified uh he said yeah you know count me out if it's for violence don't expect me on the barricades unless it's with flowers oh hmm. so uh, he was kind of i don't know if he was necessarily feeling you know if those were his feelings at the time but it's definitely where he ended up and so to to clarify that he was like no you know what definitely count me out if it's destruction well because he knew the fbi was tailing him right by that point they were like stop talking about destruction tell the kids not to do destruction yeah he was a family man by that point he was like toned down and uh he was the domesticated john lennon so he's not about to go uh overthrowing the system 
Uh, there's also an interesting. Uh, speaking of the lyrics, <laughs> yes, there's a uh, an interesting thing that some people think they hear. Uh, uh, you ain't gonna make it with anyone, anyhow. Yeah, because uh, it's right after he talks about Chairman Mao, and so some people think that he's saying you ain't gonna make it with anyone, and anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, uh, I, was that Mandarin for hello? It's, uh, uh, it's... I'm sure that's Anyhow. exactly what happened. You think right. that's it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I think that's a misheard thing, but it's, so, it's interesting that it's in such kind of immediate juxtaposition to right, pictures right. of Chairman Mao. So, so the, according to these people who hear this, they think the song goes, if you go carrying pictures of Chairman Mao, you ain't going to make it with anyone. Hello. And hello <laughs> in Chinese. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Yeah, I guess he's just, uh, you know, trying to tap into that market. The Beatles always about, uh, even before Nixon went to China, John mm-hmm. Lennon was extending an olive branch. Yeah, like um, since they did, uh, did that French version of their stuff. Like, it, it's, been a, it's been a while. Yeah. Right. So they got to start branching back out to the global yeah, market. Yeah, back in the USSR. <laughs> yeah. This was their Epcot center of uh, albums. <laughs> yep. The, uh, so speaking of the chairman now, Eric, that's another one that John kind of flip-flopped on a little bit. How so? He regretted that one, right? Yeah. Well, in in 1968, when they were recording it, he uh, well, they they were recording a uh, a music video, which they invented. It was a term that they invented for a thing that they invented. Um, and when they were recording that, they uh, he was talking to the engineers, and he's like, "Make sure you get me saying this part about Chairman Mao because it's the most important lyric in the song." <laughs> Stone idiot. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, "I got to I make sure this is in there because I got it." Like, okay, gotta John, we got it. <laughs> and get and then, me more saltines. <laughs> By 1972, he recanted and said, "You know what? I never, I should never have put that in about Chairman Mao. Why? He just was feeling. Maybe he thought it was, you know, pointing fingers in the wrong direction. Maybe he, you know, was feeling the heat from the FBI or from maybe. But but he's the anti-chairman. I'm sure in 72 he was like, I'm sure it was all the lefties who were giving him heat. Like, why are you? Yeah. I think, well, even back then, they had supercomputers that just crunched all the music and all this this stuff that. Yep, Mm. and Chairman Mao." Popped right up. Univac. Univac. German Mao sensitive text discovered. John Lennon submersive. Uh, and so he was on that list. Yep. There you go. Sounds like he's stoned just, because he's laying down. Just mentioning Chairman. So now we're going to be on the list now that we mentioned Chairman Mao. Oh, Thanks I'm a lot, so guys. Sorry. I'm sorry. Anyhow. Anyhow. So do we want to give our ratings for this song? Um. Sure. No, I'll start. Okay. okay. I'm giving it a five. All right. Hmm. Straight out of the gate. I enjoy it as a companion to the other revolution. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I had sort of the opposite of you guys because I was much more familiar with the single version. And then when I heard the slowed down version, I was like, oh, my God, that's awesome. Because it's just like a new mm-hmm. interpretation of a song that I already liked. Hmm. So uh, I also like the kind of uh, goofy horns it has in it. I guess oh, they yeah. were the horns from the Hey Jude, the same guys who played right. on Hey Jude. Uh, the Hey Jude horns. The Hey Jude horns. John Lennon and the Hey Jude horns <laughs> with the flying pianos. Yeah. Um, Look out. But also there's uh, the, I also like the Baum Shubi Doo Wop, which yeah. they cut out of the single, although in the video, which they invented, they do it in the, the, the music video, which is weird. So I guess you the video them. is recording of a live performance as opposed to them lip syncing. No, like maybe, then it's not a video, though. That's true. Oh. Then it's a live performance, oh, so, we'll which see. they also oh. invented. Right. They invented live performance. They, they did. Yeah, that's they right. Did. That's right. So, uh, yeah. I Before it a, that, people used to just sit around and read music and imagine what it sounded like. Imagine. Oh, 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that's why I give it five. All right. So, uh, go that way. Adam, what do you got? Also give it a five. Really? <laughs> yeah. I like this version more. Hmm. Uh, even though, you know, Revolution was the one I well, heard first or something five, about. Five? Yeah. Oh, really? How can I give it over five? You guys Impossible. screamed no. at me about oh, wait, it. Wait, five what? What's our, what's our unit oh, for these? Did uh, you say? Well, Chairman we did Chairman Mao, Mao for oh, the other one. Five pictures oh, of Chairman Mao. Then we got on a list. Uh, yeah. Five uh, constitutions. Institutions. Hmm. <laughs> Baum should be doo ops. Let's give it five. Five Baum should be doo ops. Yeah. Baum should be doo Right. Also, one other weird thing, I, the, the beginning is very strange because it sounds very like, it always sounds to me like they start recording and like uh, Jeff Emmerich or someone wasn't ready because, yeah, that is him. It's like, we're take two. Yeah, right. take two. yeah, take two. Yeah. And like, they're already doing the guitar and it sounds like people like rustling papers off of a counter or something. It's like, yeah. whoosh, whoosh, mm-hmm. during well, that's, the guitar part. It's very int- weird. The, um, is it this song that there's a... Uh, is this the one that we, uh, maybe it's a, maybe it was one from last week? No, I think it's this song where he starts. Uh, uh, there's a bootleg. There, one of the recordings where um, like Jeff Emmerich, whoever counts it off, and he's like, "All right, uh, you know, rolling take," and he loses track of what count, what what number, what take they're up to. Uh-huh. And then uh, and then John chimes in. He's like, "Take your knickers off and let's get going," <laughs> something like that. So, Classic John. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I I think there's a there's a this is a, a bootleg a bootleg of album this, yeah. called Take Your Knickers Off because it's it's oh. based on that cut because in in the demo version you hear him saying right. that so okay. I think it gets its name from that. Mm. I should have never told Chairman Mao to take his knickers off. No, that's always that's always a mistake. Yeah, John, what rating do you give? I want to say um, much like two sides of a coin, much like the episode of Mirror Mirror. Star is this Trek. one of those barcade tokens? Exactly, much like. Uh, Yin and Yang, duality. A, a duality. Mm-hmm. This song is like two. It's the same song for two different. It's like a parallel universe. Two two different songs for one song for two different people. No wait, hold on. <clears throat> so okay. Oh, I so okay. So imagine like you're finding two songs like, enter. Light speed. One song leave. One song. Yeah. Excuse Whoa. me. Whoa! It's like a, it's like a gong. <laughs> Save that for Friday's episode. Um, yeah. No, but like it's just like it's a cool duality because it's like um, there's like one version for the, your your grandson and one version for grandpa, or you know like you can sort of just mm. like who is for the the slow ones for grandpa? <laughs> no, no, the fast ones. Like, but then which one doesn't have much you. time left? Yeah, exactly. Why is there one for your grandfather and your grandson, but not for you? There is none for me. Revolution I'm Nine right is the middle. Revolution Nine is the middle. That's like mm. your middle age. That's you're your centrist like, version of revolution. Yeah, you're, you're just trying to, you're trying to make you, you know um, sense of everything. <laughs> but um, uh-huh. no, yeah, it's cool. It just it just it just reminded me of like, two sides of a coin, or you know, like like maybe they should have just. It would it'd be great if like singles were just like a the, the A and B side were the same song but slow and fast. Hmm. I really wish more groups you know? inter- reinterpret. Yeah, their own work for their own work. I just yeah. think it's such a. Uh, it's such a yeah. it's such an interesting opportunity. So, but, um, but you, you're not giving us a number yet. Hmm. Okay. So, you're giving us a lot of coins. You're giving me a lot of coins. <laughs> How much is that coin worth? Um, I'm going to say five because uh, nickel. Yeah, giving it a nickel. I, I, it's it's like one of these things. I love both versions, and I love them both two know, versions differently, um, and the way they are, the way they sound. Yeah, uh, it's it's just fantastic. All right, so far so, we are on the verge of the Hall of Fame. Will Pete crush this song in the lap? I think he's gonna of Pete the Retailer. This I was, was the original version you heard. Yeah, testified to that. I was on the fence. I was a little bit, uh, mm, uh, you know, I, I once I, I this got kind of like I said, kind of superseded by the other one. Like the 
I do like Revolution, I think, more than this. But this is also, this is my, as we said, the White Album is kind of my my entree. My, my, this is how I got in. So, uh, I mean, I, I can't not give it a five. It's because it, this is, you know, this is how I got there. So, so you're giving it a five. I'm giving it or, a five. Or you can't not giving it a five. I can't not <laughs> be giving it anything that wasn't a five unless there. Uh, no, yeah, it's a five. Apologies to. Oh, it, is, it did make it to the Hall of Fame. That's two in a it's row. Two, it's both two different versions of the same song. <laughs> it, it's kind of cheating. It's a little bit cheating, yeah. but. How long could you have kept this going? If you'd done seven versions of Revolution, would they all be in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. Paul McCartney should pay attention. I guess we'll find out on Friday. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a good song. It's I almost didn't go five because you know we already we already put it in there, but why not? That's why I wanted to go last just to see what what happened. Once you put it in there, hmm? just gotta see what happens. Yep. yep. Uh, covers other versions. We 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 talked about this a little bit with uh, Revolution. Nothing. I, ha- I have one. Okay. Uh, the Brothers Four. The Brothers four. four. What are the Brothers Four? The Brothers Four do a version. You were saying one for Grandpa. This is for like Grandpa's uptight old maiden aunt. Hmm. Okay. It is even mellower than it's like Revolution One, but. <laughs> Mellow Revolution negative one. Mm. Uh, they are four. They're frat brothers. It's like one of these college I don't, like, I don't like harmony groups. This. Okay. Oh, so it's like a like a like a glee club. It's oh. uh, yeah, but it's not. It's not even. It sounds a lot like. Uh, talk about something else, and I'll think about what it sounds like. So, what do you I'll, think I'll Alex come is going to come up with? <laughs> is it like an acapella, like almost like a barbershop quartet thing, except like uh, like the brown derbies or the uh, the whiff and poofs? But not that, not that <laughs> artistic, me. not that no. like dapper dance. It's not like they're doing intense harmonies and things like that. It's just basically like uh, like almost like a folk. Hmm. It's someone sounds like, like a folksman. Folk. Yeah. Okay. Picture a picture of the folksman on Ambien. Oh, that's what you got. All right. Everyone should Google it. I'll post it on the Facebook page because it's a, a very fantastic cover. Hmm. Maybe that's the version for your funeral. Not yours. Do you know something <laughs> I don't know? No. Oh. Oh, I just talked to your doctor today. <laughs> oh. uh, I was just telling everyone, it's going to be all right. Yeah. Um, um, I went the opposite direction. Uh, I went with went more revolutionary. Seven. <laughs> <laughs> um, seven sisters for full fat brothers. <laughs> It's uh, fat brothers for fat brothers <laughs> for fat brothers <laughs> disorderly <laughs> baby old rich man there you go uh no it uh, not even a straight cover it's actually kind of an interpretation where it starts out kind of similar but then just kind of breaks down and becomes anarchic and that's appropriate because it's uh british anarchists uh crass Crass did a uh, did a version that starts out kind of like Revolution One, and then eventually it just kind of breaks into, you know, they start kind of quoting it lyrically, and it's a little softer, and then it eventually becomes just all out, just kind of punk, shouting stuff, and so it's a it's an interpretation, not a direct cover, like I said. Mm. I wonder if anyone's done a cover where they re they had it transition into like Revolution Nine. It sounds almost mm. like that's what this is, but yeah. But it sound it doesn't sound a sound collage. No, no, no. They they just get kind of you know they break off into other things that they were angry about. Right. Crass. 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 It's all crass. 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 Um. Well, so we're all done with revolutions, right? There's no, no more revolutions no. to talk about. No. There's there's well, we're gonna skip over revolutions two through eight. 
We'll come back to those. Because okay. they really rebooted it with nine. You don't really need to hear yeah. those other ones to Yeah, really. It's it's you know Nine's more of a recap. Yeah. <clears throat> well they you know, nine pretends that one that two through eight didn't really exist, that they'd never happened, and it's, it's like you know, return to form. Universe, right? Yeah. Kind of it's like the yeah. end of the dream almost. It's like the hazy, like, what's going on? Adam yeah. is too stoned to continue. <laughs> yeah. That's why he's lying on the floor. Yeah. yeah, yeah man. All right. Well we're gonna finish out Spool this tape. We're gonna finish the revolution uh here on Friday on Alphabetical with Revolution Nine. Don't don't start without me. Well, we, we we'll try not to, but uh, you better bank it back here on Friday by Friday. Uh, Facebook, Twitter, we're Alpha Beatles. Alphabetical.com slash merch for a shirt. And we'll see you guys here on Friday. Take care. Peace!